0: This podcast is sponsored by I2C, providing innovative banking and payments, quickly get to market and optimize profitability with I2C's best in class credit, debit, prepaid, and core banking solutions. Go to www.i2cinc.com, That's www.i2cinc.com, to learn more. Today, on the Tearsheet Podcast.
1: We're definitely doing more and more in the audio and video space than we've ever done before. Um, And right now, you know, we're really focusing on Gen Z as our like biggest and fastest growing population of members. And they're online streaming uh, podcasts and music more than any other generation. And so we knew that we needed to be in, you know, have a good presence in that space and that this was probably the right time to dive in and explore um, audio branding.
0: Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast, where we explore financial services together with an eye on technology, innovation, emerging models, and changing expectations. I'm Tearsheet's Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. Now, let's dive into the heart of today's episode, a topic that's both innovative and harmonious, sonic branding. We'll embark on a journey about the power of creating earworms to support financial services marketing, guided by two remarkable guests. Michelle Schoning, AVP Marketing, Communications and Design at Navy Federal Credit Union. Will join us to talk about the largest credit union in the US's journey to create its Sonic logo. We'll get into the who, what, why, and how, as well as explore the impact the new Sonic branding has had on Navy Federal, and even where Michelle and her team plan to take it in the future. And to properly dive into the subject, I'm also joined by Elizabeth Casper, VP Managing Director, Head of Client Success at Made Music Studio a sonic branding agency that, in addition to its collaboration with Navy Federal, has worked with brands like Tostitos, Lexus and Forks. Together, we'll unravel the narrative behind Navy Federal's foray into the realm of audio branding. Imagine Largest Credit Union exploring a dimension beyond numbers, creating a sonic identity that resonates with its members. I don't know about you, but I, I totally find this stuff fascinating. This episode isn't just about finance. It's about the intersection of art and branding, where every note and beat tells a story so whether you're a financial wizard or a music aficionado you're in for a treat but first a moment to express our appreciation for your ongoing support your feedback and engagement drive us to bring you the most insightful content we can if you appreciate the work we do here on the tear sheet podcast please consider us a good rating in your podcast player now without further ado grab your headphones and get ready to explore the intersection of finance and sound on this episode of the tear sheet podcast Great. So, so maybe we can start by you guys each um, introducing yourselves and what you do.
1: Um, yeah. I'm uh, Michelle Schoening. I um, am the AVP of Marketing, Communications, and Design over at Navy Federal. And I lead the copy, design, and web web content and strategy teams. Um, and we partnered with Made Music to um, create this lovely ecosystem we're going gonna to talk about. Amazing.
2: And I'm Elizabeth Casper. I'm the head of client services at Made Music Studio, a sonic branding agency based in New York City.
0: Uh, So sonic branding is is your focus specifically. Wow. Okay. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. (laughs) Um, So, so, um, Michelle, maybe we could talk about Navy Federal, just at a high level as institutionally, um, who your clients are. Just talk about the organization a bit.
1: Um, yeah, so we are, um, the world's largest credit union actually, right. 160
0: um, $160 or something like that.
1: We are, yeah, we have about 13 million members, I believe at this <laughs> time. And, um, it's grown pretty quickly since I've been, um, with them over the past six years. Um, and we provide, you know, we are the, the, um, preferred financial institution for the military, um, veterans and for their families. Um, so we have a very specific you know, niche of member that we, that we serve. Um, and we provide all of the usual banking services, credit, loans, um, you know, certificates, everything across the board.
0: And do you have branches or is it branchless?
1: We do have branches. We have, we, mm-hmm. uh, we have stateside and we have um, global near um, bases and uh, you know, different military institutions. So we're, we have both. Um, and uh, we have a, a mighty, app as well mobile app that we encourage usage of
0: (laughs) great um and had you done any sonic
1: branding before i have not i've always Uh wanted to and i was kind of following along with different um companies like liberty mutual and mastercard who were dabbling in the space
0: um had navy had navy financial done any either
1: no, we haven't. Okay. Um, you know, we, yeah, this is the first time that we've uh, looked at it as, a, as, you know, an addition to our visual system um, and, and thought about it holistically.
0: What was the tipping point, I guess, to to make a decision to A, go after a sonic brand and B, work with made music?
1: Um, well, you know, we're, we're definitely doing more and more in the audio and video space than we've ever done before. Um, and right now, you know, we're really focusing on Gen Z as our like biggest and fastest growing population of members. And they're online streaming uh, podcasts and music more than any other generation. And so we knew that we needed to be in, you know, have a good presence in that space and that this was probably the right time to dive in and explore um, audio branding.
0: And what about uh, the process of going and looking for a partner in the space?
1: How did you get uh, to make music? You know, we had a lot of conversations internally to where the internal creative team put together an entire deck of why, you know, justifying why this was really a good initiative in the first place and, and, and why we should put some money behind it. And then we um, reached out to, once we thought, okay, we got past a certain hurdle, we reached out to our agency of record, Mullen Lowe, um, and talked to them about about this uh, effort as well and had them do some research and some strategy work. Um, And then they reached out and kind of, you know, took a look across the landscape on who was creating these. And that's when we um, came across Made Music.
0: It also sounds, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what you said before in one of your first answers, Michelle, is like the fact that Liberty Mutual and MasterCard had done it, they sort of Mm -hmm. set, I guess, you know, some of the groundwork, I guess, for, for, approaching this? Is, do you see it that way?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I had known because I'd been already like sort of diving into the space and doing research. I had known that MasterCard did a full, the full holistic look at it and the whole ecosystem, if you will. I also, you know, was then sort of seeing the sort of one hit type of um, executions like Liberty with their their jingle and then, um, USAA, which is a competitor of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, they had sort of a, um, you know, sound off chant that they were using, um, and you could hear it and it was, you know, repetitive and, um, kind of an earworm. And so we were kind of trying to figure out where, where would we fit within that spectrum of, you know, full ecosystem or one-off and it was somewhere in the middle. So as a safe starting point for us, we knew we wanted to, um, have assets that would work across a variety of of executions that we were doing, so we didn't want it to be a one off. Um, but we weren't sure of like the full investment and what the process was. We'd never gone through this process before.
0: Elizabeth, is is this pretty common with your clients? First of all, do you do you have other financial services clients that you've worked with?
1: Yes,
2: we do. Um, We've had the privilege of working with American Express for a number of years, um, as well as a few other financial institutions. And in terms of is this pretty common, do you mean how they sort of find us and begin the process or the spectrum which they land?
0: Yeah, I should be more explicit. That that, that tension between do we do a one-off or or, or view a more like (laughs) enterprise-wide rebranding?
2: Yes, of course. That is a huge question that most of our clients have when coming to the table. Uh, we, Because we are a sonic branding agency and audio branding agency, we really do focus on the ecosystem approach. That's really, we begin with strategy. We make sure that there is a foundational place from which we are creating that also takes into account all of the most important touch points for all of our clients. And from there, we start to begin the actual creative assets themselves. We do have clients though, where they're really only one touchpoint focused. That's their biggest sort of bread and butter, if you will. And we have, I would say most of our clients really do think about um, the number of touchpoints that they can influence and how the assets can flex across them.
0: And how long does a typical process like this take? I guess it depends on the client and how <laughs> how unified a voice or, or how easy it is to make decisions at corporate, at corporate yes.
2: right? Yes. Um, I wish that was a simple answer. You are exactly right. Yeah. Um, I would say our average process is about three to six months. Um, I would say the fastest we've ever created an identity system is six weeks. Uh, but we do have some clients, especially at the enterprise uh, level, where we work with them for 18 months to two years and creating the entire ecosystem.
0: I, I, and maybe I can ask that question differently. What What would make one client move very quickly versus another?
2: Also a great question. Um, To your point, uh, a cohesive point of view. Uh, really moves things forward and a really well-defined brand strategy. A number of our clients will come to us like Navy Federal Credit Union did with a very pointed perspective on who they are as a brand, how they want their members and their audiences to feel, as well as a lean group of really engaged stakeholders. And those things allowed for us to move quickly, move efficiently, understand the creative from the very beginning and have a strong point of view.
0: Before we continue, I wanted to draw your attention to I2C's recent research on how younger consumers make credit decisions. You know, tracking Gen Z and how financial institutions will need to evolve to serve them has been a major theme for us here at Tearsheet over the past year. And this report is important if you're offering or thinking about offering any credit products like credit cards or BNPL to younger customers. What was interesting to me in this report is Gen Z's response to incentives how rewards drive their usage of credit cards, and how it's different than generations before them. Also, figuring out how younger customers use revolving credit with a mix of BNPL is essential for serving them in the future, particularly in an environment of tight credit. With I2C's best-in-class credit, debit, prepaid, and core banking solutions, I2C is helping FIs and FinTechs effectively serve the needs of younger consumers and not just talk about it. It's an important report Download the report at tearsheet.co/i2c. Michelle, coming back to you, so so maybe you can take us through the Navy Federal side. Like what what once you mm-hmm. once you engaged in this process, like what happened? What, what how did how did it unfold?
1: Um, well, there was definitely the briefing, and um, you know, I think it, it, it the fact that and she mentioned this before the fact that we do have a very strong. Brand platform, our members of the mission is something that we all rally around. And, um, you know, we've talked about this before um, offline is that because we're not for profit, we as a, you know, enterprise employee wide um, really feel and believe our, our mission, which is to serve our members. And we do it, you know, we, we want it, we want to create a warm and welcoming environment. And, um, you know, there were certain things that we really, really wanted to convey with this music. Um, and we had not, the expectation, we had no expectations. We did not, none of us knew what we were doing in this space. I'm a, I come from a visual, you know, the visual side of things and copy and messaging. And so this is a whole other sensory experience. And, um, you know, while, while I do think we were tight and had a cohesive point of view, we are people and we all have different musical you know it's subjective right we all have different musical tastes certain things you know turn people off certain things excite people and it's rare that it's always the same thing <laughs> so <laughs> it was it it was a fun you know a fun experience. And it was one of those things that as we went through step by step and round by round, you know, there were some times that we were like, not sure how we were supposed to respond or we needed time to like, think about it and listen to it over and over. Um, so it was just, we had no expectations and it was, um, uh, it was, it, it was a very enjoyable experience. I would say, you know, main music hand, you know, held our hand through the whole thing and really, you know, got us to the end point. Cause I think we could have spun around for quite a while on our own. <laughs> I, and,
0: I, I, and I can imagine, I appreciate that. I can imagine how somebody who's visually, um, and I assume you you trust your instincts on, on mm-hmm. visual. It sounds yeah. like, it, I, I don't know, it sounds good, but it's hard to necessarily tell. How, how did how did you get to consensus, I guess? what did, Was there politicking? Was there, um, I, I assume like a similar process of putting maybe three of the finalists out there and getting people to vote on it. How, how, how did you guys work through that?
1: I would say less, uh, like on our side, less politicking, definitely process of elimination. Um, I don't know. um, It was easier to say
0: what didn't work.
1: Right, what didn't work. We knew right away there was a lot of like, you know, we started with musical and with lyrics. And like singing our name. And then we all unanimously agreed we didn't want to sing the name. So that was one step closer to what, what we wanted. Um, and then it was like, well, what inherently feels military? We knew that we wanted a nod to our military heritage, but we didn't want to be over top, over the top about it or, or like overly patriotic because that's not our brand expression. So how do, how do we do that? Is it drums? Is it trumpets? Is it, you know, what, what were the, what was the instrumentation of it? So we, these were questions that, that we were asking ourselves and that, that we were being asked to define as well, you know, so in the end, and you asked, you know, how did we come to consensus? I would say in the end, um, we all, as the internal group that had gone through the process step-by-step, came to a consensus together. And then we took that recommendation to, um, you know, our like front office and said, mm-hmm. this is why this really works. Um, and
0: did you include customers in that process?
1: Um, I don't think we did member testing on this because mm-hmm. there was a, you know, I think a hesitation to go down a rabbit hole on mm-hmm. that. Um, I can see that. I think we, got to a good place we wanted to launch it to see what the the feeling back then would be and if we were going to have to pivot mm-hmm and yeah. one
2: thing to add to that, Michelle referenced Mullen Lowe, their agency of record, and we were really fortunate in this process to almost be three legs of the yeah. tripod. And one really wonderful element that Mullen Lowe brought to the table was, of course, their long-standing understanding of the brand, of the brand as well as their creative instincts. But also, they helped us contextualize the different sonic and creative assets within advertisements and mm-hmm. radio spots and different mm-hmm. touch points, and that. Also, as we got further into the process, allowed us as a group to be like, oh, wow, that option works so well within these range of touch points versus just we really like it. (laughs) We think we'll move it forward. So that really helped as well, having that piece of the puzzle uh, and and something to consider. And it also helped, I think, move the process along efficiently because we knew that these were really important touch points and we were working towards a timeline of when Mm -hmm. we could launch and get them out into the world.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going back to you, Elizabeth. Um, what did you hear was like the the, the overall mandate that, that from Navy Federal that you guys were supposed to deliver?
2: Yes, Um, as we worked through the brief, it was really about how do we create something and Michelle has touched upon this, that's warm, that's genuine, but it's modern for a younger audience and has that slight nod to their military roots, not going over the top with that, but making sure that it is a component of who they are and who their members are and making sure that that was really felt. And the mandate was also create an earworm. We want something that (laughs) feels instantly recognizable, something that almost feels like it's been in market for years, not
0: just- I found myself humming it after I listened <laughs> yes. to it a few times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And
2: so for us, when a client throws down a mandate like that, if we want something hummable, we want an earworm, we want something that's going to appeal to both sides of our coin, our long-standing members, plus the new ones joining us in a really warm, inviting way. Uh, it's it's a great launching off
0: point for creative. Awesome. Yeah. Michelle, what, so where are you, um, have, have you gone live with this? What's the feedback been like both internally and externally?
1: Yeah. We went live with it. Um, I I would say one of the first steps as well was introducing the rest of the the credit union, the creatives, anybody who was going to be implementing this into, you know, some of our assets, get them really familiar with it, um, and and get their feelings and thoughts. And I think that was the, uh, for me, that was the most nerve wracking part of this whole thing was we've been working for so long to get to a good place. And like I said earlier, it's, um, it's so subjective. You're not sure how, how are these cynical creatives, <laughs> you know, um, going to, going to receive m- this music. You know, we, we also didn't want to lean too heavily into like one musical genre or another because we didn't want to um, turn people away. So mm-hmm. there were so many things that went into this and I felt like it was our baby to like launch out into the world. And the response was really overwhelmingly positive and people were like, Oh, okay. That feels like us. So we've put it in um, definitely uh, into all of our TV spots. We've put it in our radio spots. One of the things that was really so great about this, the deliverables, the package was that we got um, a, an array of track beds that were inspired by like the logo in and of itself, the Sonic logo in and of itself, um, that could convey different moods and emotions. So if we were telling a story that was a little more, you know, emotional or um uh, I don't want to say somber. We don't do a lot of somber stuff, but you know, more um, yeah, serious. Um, we would have something that was in the family, the sonic family that we could put in there. And so Mm -hmm. it would, it would work across an array of message types. And, um, so we, you know, internal video, social video, um, we also have online, um, like a haptic sound that we're working with our um, app developers to integrate into our next upgrade. We have ambient tracks that can work in the branches and on um, our, you know, call center call hold recordings. And that's we're, that's our next step to be able to to get that integrated in there. But we've, it's sort of a multi-pronged, like blanket the world with, with the different, you know, musical tracks and the logo to keep getting everybody coming back. So we've launched it and we're continuing to do more and more and more with it.
0: Um, Elizabeth, I I had a question for you. Like how long does it take typically um, as you've seen working across clients for a sonic brand really to make its way into, into the zeitgeist?
2: Yes, it really depends on where it is used and how often it is used. The advice that we give to most of our clients is commit to consistency and saturation for at least 12 months get your asset out there in as many places as you can so that people start to really hear it. It becomes ingrained in their connection of seeing the brand and hearing something with it. And after 12 months, we notice that it becomes really recognizable. It's usually strong attribution scores to the brand itself. And at that point, we then say to our clients, okay, like you can can let the Mm -hmm. reins out a little bit. You can have a little bit of fun in terms of if you want to flex some of the assets, if you want to start playing with removing your visual and having it it just be audio or um, thinking about different touch points where you can start to introduce audio where the visual won't always be there because people have really, after that 12 month period, made that very distinct connection.
0: Um, Michelle, I'll go back to you. Could you describe actually what the font, what the brand is in words?
1: Um, <laughs> well, I think with, uh, you know, the risk of repeating myself, um, Um, from earlier, you know, we, we serve the military and um, their families and we are, so we are inherently a family brand. Um, We're honest, we're trustworthy, we're, um, you know, we're humorous at times, um, we're approachable um, and um, we're reliable and dependable. So I would, I I think it's just uh, trying to capture all of that in a six notes, you know, was no small task for main music. <laughs> well,
0: I, I get that, and is, can you make the the bridge between what you just described and what act, what the six notes are? Can you talk about some of the dynamics within the six notes that that portray that?
1: Yeah, and I think um, I think Elizabeth probably can do a better job at articulating this because uh, for us it was um, it was emotionally saying that's it and nailing you know they nailed it. Um, it was based off of I, I believe Navy Federal Credit Union as a name is where we started. So how many sim mm-hmm. like syllables we had, um, and then sort of intonations. Um, building off of that. And then it was really the, you know, the instrumentation, like I said earlier, the beat and the cadence of it were, were, um, you know, it was sort of the... I don't it's again I'm so used to to speaking in visual language that you know mm-hmm. doing this in auditory describing you know sound is 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 uh difficult for me but I would I, say I understand what so yeah we didn't want it to be too fast too dancy, too like um silly sounding you know we wanted to be able to say yeah that sounds uh dependable trustworthy slightly military um and warm so mm-hmm.
0: We got there. (laughs) I think you did a great job. Elizabeth, how how would you describe it?
2: Well, we have a funny saying at Made Music, which is talking about music is like dancing about architecture. It's just (laughs) it's really, really hard. And so many of our clients will say, we're so intimidated. We have no idea how to give feedback about music. And we always say because it is so emotional and so subjective, just like go from your gut. Our producers and our creative team are like our wizards at translating feedback. I have so many funny stories about comments we've heard from clients that then our creative team has been able to be like, oh, okay, so that sounds a little a little too high pitched to you. I understand Mm -hmm. what you're saying. But um, for us. Uh, Michelle really did a great job, but what it came down to was the cadence and speed of the logo, making it feel like it was really empowering, but deeply connected to the brand. And we did that through the syllables and how they were executed, wanting to make sure that in our instrumentation, that everything was recognizable so that it felt down to earth and really warm and genuine. You could imagine someone standing in a studio and a combination of the instruments creating the Sonic logo. So that's those were really the things that we leaned into. Um, the instrumentation and the cadence to make sure that it felt um, like the brand and the words that Michelle used, as well as creating something really hummable and memorable. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the end, we really want you know. There's a lot of the visual. We 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 ran it over the our end video end cart that has our logo and then our brand platform our tagline that comes up to see to also see is this a match? Do we feel like oh that just sort of like Put the period on the end of the sentence for us. That's who we are. Um, so again, it was the combination for us. It was the combination of the visual and the audio that that initially got us there. And then you know when we're talking about um, you know not having the visual, does it still is it still going to work on like? For our on-site activations, or um, you know, in the branch, if you're just talking to a member service representative, um, you know, and and does it conjure up feelings of delight and um, you know trustworthiness? And there were so many things that went into it. So, yeah.